tidings we bring to you and your king. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Santa's Lockdown Blues It was a busy time in Lapland as all the elves and Santa's little helpers were working their socks off to get the presents ready for Christmas. But just like any other workplace, things were not always running so smoothly. Excuse me, Chantel, Edward, what do you think you're doing? The wine's not supposed to be open until Christmas Day. There's still lots to do. Barbara, Jonathan, get away from the mistletoe. Why aren't you social distancing? You've read the memo. Two feet apart if you don't mind. And thank God you're not human. They have to stay six feet apart. Terence, where is your mask? And Pinocchio, there's no point in wearing a mask if you don't cover your nose. I've been wearing it properly, miss. Honest. Really? Have you seen the size of that thing? You're going to kill someone with it if you don't stop fibbing. Your nose is looking like a canoe. Oh, whose idea was it to make you a real boy? Oh. Attention, everyone. Don't forget we're in Tier 4. Do you want to get us all closed down? Today of all days? Has anyone seen Santa? Santa! Miss? Miss? Yes, Shelley, what's wrong? It's Thomas, miss. He keeps telling everyone we don't need to wrap presents for Huddersfield because they've banned Christmas. Ha! <laughs> that old chestnut. Clearly, he doesn't know any of the presenters at Radio Sangam. Those guys that love Christmas more than we do. Santa! Santa! Have you seen Santa? But Miss, what about Thomas? Miss, is it true that they've banned Christmas in Bradford and Huddersfield? Yeah, you daft apeth. Nobody's banning Christmas. Banning Christmas? That'd be like a thief, I know it. Or a three-headed unicorn. No such thing. I say, ho, 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 everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone! I don't say, except those in Bradford and Huddersfield. Oh, uh, Merry Christmas, Santa. I will let the others know. Chop, chop, Shelley. Those presents aren't going to wrap themselves. And tell Thomas to come see me at my office. There's someone here to see you, Santa. They're in reception. Oh, what a lovely surprise. Is it she who rules the universe? No, it's some American lady called Dr. Phillips. She says she messaged you earlier today. Um, well, totally slipped my mind. Send her up. Um, wishing you a Merry Christmas and all that, Santa. But do I look like your secretary? I've got better things to do making sure all your presents are ready for Christmas. It's quite all right, Santa. I'll let myself in. How do you expect to deliver presents around the globe if you can't keep your appointments? It's five past nine already. Show me to your grotto. We've got work to do. Oh, hello, Doctor. Very pleased to meet you. But isn't 
Quite a grotto, as such. It's that, you know, just something parents tell kids. Uh, grotto, office, shed, it's all the same to me, Santa. As long as you're not going to ask me to sit on your knee. I'm a little long in the tooth for asking for Christmas presents, and I don't want to damage your back. Well, come on then. Follow me, Doctor. Doris. Okay, Dr. Doris. Just through here. No, it's Dr. Phillips. But you can call me Doris. Hey, hold your horses, cowgirl. Santa, you can't go into that meeting without me. And you are? Oh, <laughs> Liz is. Lizzie Smythe. And I'm his legal advisor. Now let me tell you something. You can't take my client into there without me. <sighs> well, I'm his psychiatrist. And I am sure what he needs to share with me is very private and very confidential. Ladies, it's okay. You can both come in. Ah, I guess Claudette's not around then, hmm? Claudette? Uh, she who must be obeyed. The missus. Claudette's his wife, and she can be a little... feisty. You mean jealous? Shall we, um, close the door and <laughs> get comfortable? It's a busy time and uh, I'm sure Dr... Uh, um, I'm sure Doris has better things to do than talk about my wife. Maybe not, Santa. I'm here to talk about you and whatever's on your mind and it sounds like your marriage might be a great place to start. Uh, my marriage is great! Uh, we've been married for 9,456 years, and uh, we love each other very much. My wife just gets a bit, um... Jealous. Look, Santa, we've all been trying to tell you for such a long time now. You just need to stand up for yourself. Who's we? Myself, the supervisors on the shop floor, and the workers on reception. Every year, the same thing happens. Yeah, she comes here to scream blue murder because he hasn't answered his phone. Or she hasn't seen him. It's his busiest time of the year. And when he doesn't come home until the early hours of Christmas morning, well, you can imagine. Is this true, Santa? Um, her last husband cheated on her. Oh, wow. And she's hung on to that for ten millennia? It sounds like she needs my help more than you do. Who was she married to? Satan. They had a very fiery relationship. You know, fiery? You know, Satan. You know, flames of hell and... Very troll, Miss Smythe. You're the reason that they can laughter on television shows. So Santa, it's taken her a while to get over it, and now she thinks you're going to do the same. Ho, ho, ho! You know what they say about women. They've got two bags. One for putting in good memories. Uh, they have about you. 
And that's a really tiny one with an olive bottom. And one they use for all the bad memories. That's bigger than my sack. Oh, cut out the sexist nonsense, Santa, will you? This is an Ofcom registered radio station and the ladies and gentlemen in the audience will ignore Santa's last remark. I object. Objection overrule. Now stop making generalizations about women and tell me about your relationship with your mother. Santa slowly picked up the phone. His eyes glazed over as though he had entered a trance. Hello, Mother. Yeah. I see. No, please don't ask me that. Mother, I can't kill him, Mother. Santa slowly put the phone down and stared at the two ladies in his office. They looked at each other and got ready to make a sharp exit. Santa burst out laughing. Oh, oh, oh. you were barbly. She was just letting me know that the reindeers had all fitting well. Haven't you seen the classic Hitchcock movie from the 60s? Psycho! Damn, he loves his movies, Dr Phillips. That was a good one, Santa. Well played. Your mother, Santa. I am still waiting. Christmas was always a difficult time in our household. Dad used to go to bookies a lot. <laughs> it wasn't Christmas at all. Mum used to force me to wear red from head to tour. Sing Christmas carols all day. Then she'd throw a lot of the things at me and tell me to wrap them. I had to sneak downstairs and put them by the Christmas tree while she went asleep. And if I woke her up, she'd shout at me and tell me I'd ruined the Christmas. <laughs> oh, <God>. Why? <laughs> this happens every time. You shouldn't have asked. On the contrary, Miss Smythe, I am glad I did. Santa? You're not a child anymore. You can't spend the rest of your life allowing women to boss you around, and that includes Miss Mythe here and all the other ladies in Lapland. Oh, I'll, I'll do my best. No, Santa. You will do what the hell you want. You're the one in charge of this place. This is your world. You're Santa Claus. You don't need me or anyone else to tell you what to do. You're right, Doris. I'm Santa. This is my place. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Well, I wouldn't go that far, Santa. Now that you're fired up, Santa, maybe we should speak about the other issue that's been bothering you? Oh, yes, that. What's that? He's been getting these nasty letters. Thank you very much, Lizzie. But these are going to be a few changes around here, starting with me doing my own talking. When I need you to help, I'll ask for it. See what you've done to him, Dr Phillips? Good. I'm delighted. He needs to stand up for himself. 
Both of you, shut up. I'm a busy man. Let me show you these letters. That a boy, Santa. I love the new you. Meanwhile, on the shop floor, there was a bit of a commotion going on. No, I will not calm down. I have been trying to call him since 7.30 this morning. Where is he? He's in a meeting right now, miss. He cannot be disturbed. What do you mean, miss? My name's Claudette. Or Mrs. Stick to you. Stick? I didn't know Santa had a surname. Santa Stick? It's got a bit of a ring to it, hasn't it? Yes, I used to laugh at him when I first met him. The fantastic, fantastic, I used to call him. But enough of this nonsense. I haven't got time for distractions. You must fetch him at once. Or I will go look for him myself. I'm not fetching anyone. I'm not your bi- Excuse me. Don't swear at me. This is a respectable radio station, you know, and it isn't 9pm yet. Now, who do you think you're talking to, young lady? Get out of my way! Fine. I have more important things to do than arguing with you. Santa can fight his own battles. Oh, whatever! Santa! Santa! And off she went. Santa's wife was not one to be messed with, and once she'd made up her mind to do something, there was no stopping her. Poor old Santa probably would know what had hit him. These letters have been coming in thick and fast. It was very upsetting. Listen to this one. Dear Santa, You're nothing but a fraud. Last year, I queued up for hours in the boring rain, and when I got to sit on your knee, I told you I wanted a smartphone. Do you know what I got? A second-hand bike. Hope you fall face first into a pile of Rudolph's dung. I don't even know who this Rudolph fellow is, but they always mention him in the letters. And how about this one? Dear Santa, you can get stuck in my chimney any time you want, you big cuddly... Oh, um, how'd that one get there? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Dear Santa, please can you get me a new Superman outfit? A toy gun? And <laughs> let me stay in office... For one more damn bidden stole the election. I promised to leave you a homemade mince pie, like I did last year. Make Christmas great again. Donald Trump. This is the kind of stuff I have to plough through. It takes me all year to get through them. It certainly sounds like you've got your hands full. Sometimes you have to take time out to... Just stress. Just a few minutes of meditation every day, and I'm sure you will feel fine. There was a knock at the door. Yep, come in. Sorry to interrupt. Can I borrow you, Lizzie? 
Not really. We're in a meeting. We won't be long. No, you really should come. It's quite important. Why? What's wrong? We have a visitor and she is looking for Santa right now. I go into a meeting for just five minutes and all hell breaks loose. Listen, I really need to nip to the bathroom. Why don't you go sort out your issue? I'll go to the bathroom and we can all regroup in a few minutes. Lizzie and Mrs. Phillips both went to stand up at the same time. Unfortunately, Lizzie had placed their handbag on the floor right under Mrs. Phillips' feet. Just as Mrs. Phillips went to walk towards the office door, she tripped up on the strap of the handbag and fell forwards, grabbing onto Lizzie to stop her fall. Lizzie did her best to keep her steady, but the two of them tumbled down together into the lap of Santa, and all three of them landed in a heap on the floor. Nikki, the supervisor, went over to try to help them up, but she tripped up over Doris Phillips' feet and ended up on the floor with the others. Just at that moment, someone burst into the office. It was Santa's wife. Things didn't look good for Santa. Fantastic! What on earth is going on here? Santa, the supervisor, Lizzie and Dr Phillips looked up together. Mrs Phillips whispered into Santa's ear. Are you really going to let her speak to you like that, Santa? There was a pause. This was the moment of truth. Nobody said anything for what seemed like an eternity. Then, Santa erupted. Yeah, you daft apeth! Santa's Lockdown Blues was written, directed and produced by Martin Morrison for Radio Sangam. Santa was played by Mark Foster. Santa's wife was played by Valentina Hines. The supervisor was played by Janet Iqbal. And Shelley was played by Katie Nixon. Pinocchio was played by Pinocchio. Lizzie was played by Farah Jabeen. Dr Phillips was played by Andy Young. And the play was narrated by Martin Morrison. And a massive thank you goes to Seb Skelly for providing the fantastic brass quintet that you can hear in the background. Merry Christmas.